I can't do anything right, evidently. It just, uh, I have to accept that, that I, mm. I just, I Tiny cannot. Tiny violin, Aww. tiny violin, Ooh, tiny violin. So what last you week, you <clears throat> well, uh, excuse me, can I just speak? <laughs> I will tell you. Just, you never look at me on the camera. You just don't. Off you never look. Start. If my if my start. lips are moving, okay, don't do the lawyer joke. It means I'm lying. If they're, I'm saying something. Okay, so I would like to tell you, and it's based it's based on on your encouragement to uh, make my oh, life uh, healthier. So, do you remember last week uh, you you brought us uh, some information about coffee? You know, of course, yeah, it, anybody yeah, yeah, yeah. anybody who listens to this show knows that there is an update on the health benefits of coffee or red wine, approximately eight times a show. You know, we just it, it comes in from all over the world, and the latest was that co- you know coffee is good for you. Uh, evidently, coffee is good for you, but if you put in a little milk or cream, for some reason, it's even better that it it helps you to fight cancer in some way. What wasn't that it? The antioxidants, that yeah. Like there's when you have um, when you add milk to your coffee, you. Uh-huh. It changes like the chemical composition and it activates the antioxidants and it's just even more awesome for you. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, I got up and uh, I was going for my second cup of coffee and I put a little bit of, I bought uh, a little container of half and half, which I haven't had in years. And I know it's, it's thicker and all, but I'm not using that much of it. And as I'm putting it in, Mary goes, what's this all about? Because I've been drinking black coffee ever since I knew her. <laughs> I right, said, right. well, we had, a, we had a thing on the show that said, and, and I could see the eyes rolling in her head. <laughs> as soon as I said, we had a thing on the show, her, her head and was you, turned you know, around. I couldn't see her eyes, but I know they were rolling. Because you know what she's thinking? Why do you believe anything you hear on that show? <laughs> exactly. Like, what a bunch of crap it, that is. Yeah, yeah. You do the show. You should know that, you know. So... Uh, I said, well, it, it evidently there's a benefit, you know, uh, there's a benefit fighting cancer, the combination chemically between the coffee and the cream. And she's staring at me now. I'm starting to sweat because now I'm defending. And you know me, I don't really remember the details about this. I just remember put some white stuff in there. You might be all you might be able to hang on a little longer. And she said, oh, great. <laughs> So uh, you're going to fight cancer, but die of a heart attack with that sludge you're putting in there. And I, uh, I just got up, you know, and I've just decided that, you know, except for going to the bathroom, I just need to stay under the covers and just have like one eye peeking out at the world because whatever choice I make, seemingly it, it, there's something, you know, is probably wrong about it. Just just the one eye popping up. Well, you know what ends up happening is we do so much stuff on the show that when, yeah. when you finally get around, because I have this happen with Kevin, 
He'll be mm-hmm. like, what's this you're doing? I'll be like, well, we had this thing on the show and he does the same thing. His eyes immediately start rotating in his head. Right. Right. Um, right. Exactly. But, but, um, it's like, okay, so, you know, we had this thing on the show and I think it's really good. And, and I, and it was in a medical journal. So I know it's real. I didn't get it off of like the chive and, and he's just rolling his eyes. The problem is, is that the show is four hours long every day. And then we do other right. things. And yeah. by the time we get to the moment of telling Kevin or Mary or whoever, why we're doing what we're doing, we're fuzzy on the details. Isn't That's that exactly what you? right? You were just kind of That's fuzzy exactly. on the details. But you know, even if I had the details, I still think I would have gotten the pause and so you just want to kill yourself with a heart attack because of the cream? And that's, and she said sludge. With the sludge you're putting in, <clears throat> I've, I've, I have no defense. I have no defense because, you know, she, she does have sort of a point. I'm putting something in there that is not really that beneficial. Pardon me, Wisconsin and the milk producing states. Um, but it's not that much. I'm gonna, I, you know, it's just a little I bit. have it. I have it from, uh, I had saved it. And I have it from Medical News Today. So try to remember so you can tell her later. You can say that, Mary, listen to me. Look at me. Polyphenols are a group of molecules found in plants and plant-derived foods. And there are many, many benefits in polyphenols. Coffee has many, many polyphenols. But a team of researchers have now found that when the polyphenols in coffee bind with an amino acid in milk... The antioxidant and anti-inflammatory effects are enhanced. Yeah, I can remember that. <laughs> Mary, we'll let me tell you it something. During the commercial. Let, let me yeah, let me tell you something. I'll start with that. Yeah. In, in this cr- in this cream, the polyesters in this cream are going to. <laughs> you, know, you know, speaking of just an eye. Uh, poking out, you know, so that I am left alone. I want to talk about the eye emoji, which I feel is the most underused emoji of all emojis, but it can be the, the most powerful. It can be the most powerful. I would like to talk about that straight ahead. And then we'll have morons in the news. It's Bob and Sherry. Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to BobandSherry.com. All righty. Well, as you know, I am the king of emojis. I know people are saying that's unlikely, but I I work very well with them. And I would just like to do a shout out to the most underused emoji. I have never had anyone send it to me, and I have used it. sporadically you can't use it all the time because it's very dramatic but when you do use it it really um well it ends a conversation because it's unsettling and that is the eye the eyeball um there there are emojis you know kind of a cute one with the two eyes looking off to the left like what's going on but the eyeball the one eyeball it's a tight shot of one eye (laughs) and it's looking directly at you. And if you are in a conversation, you know, hopefully with someone that you can be playful with, I I would not do this in the workplace, but you know, all of a sudden you're getting some information like, well, we're going to have to uh, go to this party this weekend. I've I, I didn't mention it to you, but we're going to have to go to this party with my cousin this weekend who's getting married, and we're going to have to stay over 
overnight. Can you look to book a, a hotel somewhere near there? I do this for you all the time, so I was hoping that you could do this. Just reply with the eyeball, the eye. There's something about it that is just unsettling and funny <laughs> at the same time. It's unsettling and, and it's funny. And, and, and most of it is you don't see an eyeball up close like that almost what's, ever. What's, right? what's great about the eyeball emoji and emoji in general is sometimes someone will text you something. Yeah. And, and you do have words, but you'd rather not use them. Yes. Um, you have so many words. Right. You know that that's a minefield because, you you know, things can get taken a million ways and right. many of them the wrong way. So sometimes you just want to be like, hmm, here's the eye or here's the eye. Here's the little emoji of the man holding his fingers on his chin and thinking like, hmm, kind of signaling. Yeah, I got your message and I processed what you said. And I'm not ready to respond to that with words yet. It's but if you easy. use the if you use the little man holding his chin, you know that's kind of cutesy wootsy, right? Uh, and, and it's like I'm in for whatever you. But if you send the eyeball, it it is so uh, out of left field <laughs> that, that, that when I send it, I, I just say to myself, I wonder what they're doing. Are they, they're looking at the eyeball right now after what they asked me to do or whatever it is. I wonder what they think. Sometimes I I wonder like how did how did we get by before emoji? Well, we didn't have as much texting, but you know, and 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 there are a lot of people, and I don't disagree, that feel that civilization is declining because we're not using our words because we're using mm -hmm. emojis. But mm -hmm. sometimes you're just safer not using your words. Yeah, especially it, it, when it can be it fun. Involves, I'm, I mean, I'm well, fooling around with this, but it can be fun. <clears throat> You're very good not using your words when the text that you're replying to involves you going to places and doing things that you don't want to go to and do. <laughs> but you have to. Yeah. But you're you better off. You're, yeah. you're exactly right. I, I agree with you that I think that we're, you know, people are not reading books as much or newspapers as much. And I don't think that's helpful for society overall. However, everyone, like you said, every once in a while, just a well-placed emoji will just, um, It'll either stop the conversation you don't want to have, or it'll express exactly how you feel. Something that I'm, I've, I've tried, I'm doing it in 2023. Um, I've done it twice now, and it's been really effective. I've Like in a conversation with a family member, you know, where mm -hmm. people have very strong feelings and they're not always agreeing. Um, I say, well, I have expressed myself and I don't want to repeat myself, so... Um, let's take some time and let's think on it. Put that eyeball there. I'm telling it's the, you. It's the verbal equivalent of the eyeball. Yeah. We're just going to, let's just let this mm -hmm. one sit for a minute. Mm -hmm. You do it once, you're going to use it again because it's so effective. All right. So uh, just a little heads up for people who are not using the eyeball. This is the sort of thing you don't get on other shows, folks. You know, uh, we have morons in the news next, don't we? We do. And we've got comedian Charlie Barron's. We yeah. have an exciting, we have an exciting prison drug pot smuggling story involving a little bird wearing a little backpack. <laughs> it's Bob and Sherry. Morons in the News is brought to you by Febreze Car. Breathe happy. Febreze Car. Are you ready?
We never seem to run out. You're both morons. Morons in the news with Bob and Sherry. Ocala, Florida police say 22-year-old Gabriel Hosey slammed into Healthy Smiles Dentistry. That's right. He knocked into and took out two walls at Healthy Smiles Dentistry, which will need quite a bit of repair work before they can open up again. He also destroyed his Chevy Equinox in the process. That's quite a big car. The police department was only a half a mile away, and so the officers actually heard the crash and came running to the scene. Here's why I included this in uh, Morons in the News. I think you should be really upfront with the police. But if there's something in you that says, I'm going to try to BS them on this whole thing, even though, by the way, the, the sign Healthy Smiles was destroyed and hanging down. Uh, even though I've just taken out an entire business and totaled my car, I'm going to say I'm just fine. Well, he had a blood alcohol level of 0.14, which is twice the legal limit. And on the seat of the Equinox was the receipt from the bar that he was in, detailing exactly what and how many drinks he had. And they took him away. My man. Yeah, I know. It. I know. <laughs> Well, today's moron of the day literally fell on the sword. His name is Carlos Alonzo, and um, he was trying to steal a statue of St. Michael the Archangel from a church in Mexico when he tripped and fell on St. Michael's sword and injured the heck out of him. He was Mm. also very, very drunk at the time that it happened. He jumped a fence. He'd broken a window. And it was when he was trying to run away with St. Michael um, that the archangel stabbed him with the sword. Um, he was stunned and he was bleeding and he crashed through a glass door and then was lying on the ground bleeding. When a couple of people walking by saw him, they called for help. The police rushed to the scene. They got him to a hospital just in time to save his life. Hmm. The uh, church's priest, Father Benito Ramirez Marquez, Um, did not want to talk to the media, but nearby shop owners said that it was all down to St. Michael's ability to defend himself in the church um, against disbelievers that made the arrest possible. One of the shop owners said that St. Michael is a great protector. We sell many St. Michael articles here and people are protected by them. And of course, when someone tried to steal the the statue, St. Michael made sure to use his mighty sword. I don't know how drunk you have to be to want to break into a church and steal a giant statue of St. Michael the Archangel, but that's today's moron of the day. I don't know what you need as a sign from the Almighty to change your evil ways, but when you're stabbed by a saint's sword because you're doing bad things in the church. Is that... (laughs) Bob, if that doesn't get you, <laughs> nothing nothing, nothing can reach you. No. Like no. when your Sally says, what you in for, man? And you go, oh, I was <laughs> drunk and I was trying to steal a statue from, from church and uh, St. Michael the Archangel stabbed me with his sword. That's I, a heads up, no matter that, what. That's yeah, a wake up yeah. call. Or yeah. in the case of morons in the news, probably not. We'll get that posted up on the Bob and Sherry Facebook coming up. The ultimate gift. I mean, the ultimate gift for pet lovers. Comedian Charlie Barron's, a pigeon drug dealer, women's red flags. And if you're dreading Valentine's Day tomorrow, be glad you're not in India.
Valentine's week there sounds like the craziest, most exhausting thing you could live through. We got it all coming up for you. It's Bob and Sherry. True. Weird. Stuff. A late night, a twisting mountain pass, blinding lights ahead. Traffic stop? Maybe. But explain the 12 plus hours of lost time, the sickness, and why no one in my family will talk about it. This one gets personal. True. Weird. Stuff. New episodes drop every Friday, everywhere you get your podcasts. Bring whatever you drink and celebrate happy hour. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, live. Live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. People are still talking online, especially about uh, Madonna's appearance and uh, how odd it looked at the Grammy Awards. And because of that, the tabs are doing some things that take off on it. Um, stars who are aging gracefully, unlike Madonna. See if you agree. This is from uh, the Daily Mail. The first one up is Jamie Lee Curtis. I agree. I think yeah, she looks she's beautiful. Amazing. She's amazing, and she is not, she is hiding absolutely nothing. The second one is, and we were talking about this, Andy McDowell. She's 64 years old, and I'm looking at a picture of her. She loves the sun. But she's absolutely gorgeous. You see some crow's feet, but my God, she's 64 years old. She is aging gracefully. Emma Thompson is 63 years old. She looks fantastic. You know, she's uh, she's let her hair uh, go white. She looks It looks beautiful on her. She's got a few wrinkles here and there. But um, you just look at her and you say, that is one beautiful w- woman. And is there another one here that I'm looking at? I'll tell you one, um, Susanna Hoffs. Of the Bangles. Oh, the Bangles, yeah. I, yeah. I follow her really? on Instagram because I'm very concerned about her career and not because I had like a crush on her back in the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think she looks pretty, honestly, I think she looks prettier now than too. she did then. And she doesn't I look, do like, I don't think, if she's had something done, you can't tell. And that is a tough job to stay youthful because the road is a hard thing. And that, that brings me to the last person who really has aged well. And that is a guy by the name of Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks looks like Tom Hanks. He's 66 years old, but you say, that's Tom Hanks. Eh, He's a little bit older than he was in Big, but that guy is still a handsome guy. And, uh, you know, oh, and one of your favorites, Brian Cranston, I think has aged gracefully also. So I would uh, agree with that. Yeah, those are all still beautiful and handsome people. And boy, oh boy, I hope... uh, I hope Madonna gets it together because she's a great talent and uh, it was a little over the top. It's Bob and Sherry. It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast. Oddcast on the free Bob and Sherry app. I just found the most perfect Valentine's Day gift for the animal lover in your life. And I uh-huh. apologize right up front that I didn't find it sooner because there's no way you'll have it in time for tomorrow. But when I finish telling you about this... It's, I think it's expensive, but I can imagine there are so many people that are going to be diving for wallets and keyboards. The company is what called... What is it? The company, when you hear this, you're going to be like, oh my God, this is genius. The company is called Petsies. And mm-hmm. what they do is they create custom stuffed animals of your pet. Oh, I'm talking, really? it could be from a hamster to a horse. And yeah. it's pretty uncanny. And all you do is you send them 
um, a photo of your pet. You have to upload it and answer questions and you work with the designers at Petsy's and then they get busy. And they said that dogs and cats are obviously the most popular pets that they they turn into plushies. But they've also made pigs, birds, bunnies, guinea pigs, rats, and horses. Um, They have three sizes. The smallest is 10 inches, then 16, then the biggest is 24 inches. So you could have like you could have a stuffed cat the same size as your real cat. It takes like two months. That's why I'm saying there's no way to get it by tomorrow. It takes yeah, about yeah. two months for them to turn your pet into a plush toy. And the smallest size starts at $199. It's expensive. But there are people out there that are such crazy animal people. There are people out there that would give anything for a stuffed animal version of a beloved pet that's crossed the rainbow bridge. Mm-hmm. If you are with an animal lover, can you think of a greater Valentine's Day gift than this? Yeah, I'm just thinking about Finn. If I got Finn a little stuffed animal that looked just like him, he loves stuffed animals. I mean, he's got like three or four, we call them his babies. And after dinner, he'll go and get one of them and sit down and just put it in his mouth. And of course, he'll wrestle with it too. I wonder if he would wrestle with himself. <laughs> It'd be know? funny to watch, wouldn't it? It would that, be funny to watch. Also a little sinister. <laughs> I'm I'm just know, thinking of like my like my mom when her when her dog died of old age, my my first sister, Millie. And Millie um Millie was a Shih Tzu and my mom had Millie for so long that by the time Millie passed, she was mm-hmm. completely bald. And didn't even wow. look like a dog anymore. She looked like, yeah. well, let me quote my older this daughter. Such let a feel-good position we're doing here. And like, oh my God, Mom, Grandma's dog look, look, looks like it escaped from a laboratory. It <laughs> does, honey. But don't say that to Grandma because that's my first sister that we're talking right, about. Right, right. My mom, this dog, like, like you, I've already told y'all what, what I have to do when my mom crosses the Rainbow Bridge. Like, I got these crazy instructions. Do you know what it would mean to my mom to have a stuffed animal that looks exactly like Millie? Like or would it make her sad that Millie this. is not around? And every time you look at it, there, you know, there's a reminder that this beloved pet is no longer with us. I think I, mean, I think that's a fair point, Bob. I think it's a 50-50 shot, you know? Like yeah. it might. I don't know. But when I look at the work that this company does, I think, man, this is a this is a gift that goes right to the heart for so many of us it does. animal people. Yeah, I think they have a real low. How much did you say it was? A hundred and what? The smallest one starts at $199. But I mean, oh, it is wow. a custom creation sure. that's meant to look exactly like your pet. So right, it's, right. A, you know, you spend your money however you want to spend their, your money. I just thought it was an amazing idea. And I'm, I'm a little surprised somebody didn't think of it faster, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I mean, there are people that make a living uh, painting animals, that artists who uh, they don't paint children. They paint horses and they paint dogs. And that's and, and it's a way to get through life if you're a, a really good portrait artist. So I could see something like this. Yeah, catching on. Well, the, those um, it's all it's all over my Instagram. Those people that turn mm-hmm. like pictures of your cat into like Napoleon, I'm not gonna lie. Right. Like I really, oh 
If I could get the poker playing dogs, but with just my pets playing poker, <laughs> I, Christmas for Mr. Kevin could not get here fast enough as far as I'm concerned. Right. I would be giving him that right. right now. So anyway, we'll, um, I just sent all the info to Doc. We'll post up the Petsy's thing. So if you're into this sort of thing, you know, too late for Valentine's Day, but Mother's Day is coming, Father's Day and all that. Stay right there. Coming up straight ahead. I've got some food combinations. Are they disgusting or are they delicious? Do you eat these things? They're straight ahead. This is Bob and Sherry. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. There is nothing like having a bestie. And wouldn't it be fun if you two could hang out together in Florida on our dime? Well, we're sending you and your bestie. For an incredible Florida flyaway, we're going to fly you to Tampa. We're going to hook you up with a rental car. You're going to stay for three nights at the Don Cesar. We're going to send you on a dinner cruise. We're going to hook you up with tickets to the Dolly Museum and Clearwater Marine Aquarium. And all you have to do to win it is share a picture of you and your bestie. And your bestie can be whoever. It could be your mom, your dad, your spouse, childhood friend, your best friend in you. Enter right now at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. That's B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I dot com. I'm going to present to you some weird food combinations, and I want you to tell me, uh, you and Max and Doc, if he's not on another line with a a listener or somebody, uh, tell me whether or not you would eat them, okay? Weird food combinations. Uh, Number one, mixing mayonnaise and ketchup together. Um, Yes, it would depend, but yeah. Really? Uh, like, like to make like a, a dipping sauce? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Mm, I don't like that. Cheddar cheese and apples. I'd, yeah, be, I, I'd eat that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. There, there's an appeal there. I don't know why, but there's definitely an appeal to that. Uh, pasta and ketchup. No. Uh, they'd be no. fighting with each other, I would think. Pasta. Why was there even a second uh, pause there? That's disgusting to put ketchup on pasta i was pausing to see if i had my car keys handy so that i could drive to the home of whoever is doing that (laughs) and beat them senseless that's the pause all right you know what sure you wouldn't do that because the only one doing that is a (laughs) four-year-old oh my god no i think there are some i think there are some adults that would do that i do sometimes just to just went just to mess with me my husband will look me right in the eyes and he'll go you know what's good beefaroni and I'm like, <laughs> that's marriage. I'm like, all right, definitely. You have to entertain yourself. You have to know. You have to know your opponent, your worthy opponent, and you have to uh, come up with the right uh, sort of thing to pull their chain. Uh, this one, pizza and tuna. No. Okay. Disgusting. Now wait. Disgusting. Now wait. Disgusting. Not tuna. Not tuna salad that has mayonnaise and little chopped up pickles and stuff in it. No, but tuna, but actual tuna, even like no. canned tuna packed in olive oil on pizza. No. Oh no. yes, oh yes. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Are you I'm pregnant? One of the- Seriously, you no. must be pregnant because you, you've got have these you never, cravings. Have you never sautéed some tuna packed in olive oil with some like chili pepper flakes and a squeeze of lemon and just served it with pasta? It is delicious. No, I've never. That would had be that. amazing like on pizza. Milkshake and French mean? fries. Stop! Stop! You're you're not five years old. What do you mean? I've never had that. I don't like it. Excuse you. You need to take a no thank you bite, Mister, or you can go sit on the sassy chair. Now you decide. 
Listen, I own the sassy, sassy chair, so that's not a problem. Did you hear yourself just now? I've never had that. I don't like it. Are, no, are, literally it five. Like you're five. Well, five. you know, I have, I have my own life and I can do what I want, okay? Oh, since when? <laughs> <laughs> have you mentioned this to anybody else that you have your own life and that you can do whatever you want? I'll wait. Uh, yeah, go get her. Go get the missus and drop that bombshell while the rest of us listen. I can't believe that I've made a career basically sounding like I'm in fifth grade. Okay. Uh, milkshake and French fries. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. No problem at all. You're um, putting the French, you dipping the French fries in the milkshake. Yeah. Is that what you're doing? I wouldn't, but I guess you could. I'm, I'm not what, a dipper. Bob, food comp- I'm, I'm not as much of a dipper. Bob, I'll remind, let me just remind you. Psst. You started this by saying food <sighs> combinations. That means the two foods are together. The French fries are in the milkshake. No, you could eat the French fries and then you take a hit of the milkshake. Right? <sighs> Why, why is that so foreign? What is the matter with people, you today? People dip for their uh, Wendy's fries and chocolate Frosties, and that's supposed to be the food of the gods. No, it's okay, combined. That's, fine. I, it's that's just, what the that's word combined means. Do. That's, oh, I that's don't want to combine, okay? Uh, oh. uh, I, I knew kids that used to eat this. I, sugar sandwiches, like sugar on white bread. No. no. Kevin's little Even sister. As a kid, I didn't do that. Kevin's little sister would come home from school and get a stick of butter yeah. out of the fridge and dip it in a sugar bowl and eat it. Can you even imagine? No. <laughs> Nasty. Oof. Now, here's a good one here. I love this. And I will fight anybody who says this is not good. Prosciutto and melon. Yeah, that's I one can of my see that. classic. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's fantastic. Banana and sugar sandwiches. Mm. Mm. Uh, mm, that's too what, much that's sugar. what get, that's what got the king no ham marinated and cooked in cola oh yeah no no that's good oh yeah to the better and dr pepper yeah kid yeah, when have yeah, you yeah. done that sherry oh, lynch when have you me? done that, that you is have a marinated classic. ham in cola mm-hmm. yeah that's coca-cola ham is a classic recipe now, my grandma used to use root beer or pineapple juice, but Coca-Cola ham is classic. It doesn't You know, taste you've been like hanging Coke. out more with Lamar like a, than I thought. It gives it like a sticky, sweet glaze, which is really nice on mm. ham. You don't know what's good. That's your problem. Yeah, I, you I know what's good. No, you do um, I do. I know what's good. <laughs> Bounces off of me, right back to you. Um French fries and pickles. I know that you would love that. Am I right? Anything with pickles, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know you would like that. Watermelon and feta. You know, I actually like that a lot. I like that a lot in the You don't salad. like feta cheese, do you, Sherry? No, at all. I don't, and don't, I don't like, like it. Don't mess with watermelon. Just let me have it. You're not going to eat watermelon and feta, but you will no. marinate and cook uh, a ham and cola. Your ignorance is an embarrassment to the entire show. I oh, demand wow. you, you apologize to this audience wow. for being the Bounces only man alive. Again, it goes back to you. The only man alive that doesn't know about Coca-Cola ham. Come on. You can tell you didn't have a grandmother. I swear to God, it shows. Today, it's really... Don't I didn't have judge a grandmother, him. but feel I had sorry taste. For him. I had don't taste. Feel sorry for him. He did not have a meal, and it is so obvious. Why don't you go have uh, some honey on a pizza? That's the next one.
I don't do honey on pizza. Not even hot. I guess there's, there's, there's some good in this bit for me with your image. My God. You think you know a person. Ham. Ham. Cooking ham. Delicious. It's Bob and Sherry. Everyone Needs a Laugh is brought to you by HelloFresh. Use code BobandSherry22 at HelloFresh.com slash BobandSherry22. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, and fun side. Just download the free Bob and Sherry app. It's time now for Everyone Needs a Laugh. And some of you have been with us for a long time. will remember Charlie Barron's of the Manitowoc Minute. Well, Charlie's on the road doing stand-up, and here he is at the Rock County Fair in Wisconsin. Uh, around the Midwest, and I was doing a show recently in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Anyone ever been to Sioux Falls, South Dakota? That's a lot of you, actually. We are surprised. Well, I was doing a show in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I don't think any of you were there, because it was a very quiet night in Sioux Falls. But I got a hotel room that they purchased for me. And I'm a, again, I'm one of 12 kids. I grew up stacked pretty high on the bunk beds, okay? I am not used to having my own room. But I walk into those hotel room, it not only has a bedroom, it's got a living room inside the hotel room. And I'm not trying to flex on you guys here, okay? It was just Sioux Falls, South Dakota, on a Wednesday night, and no one was using it. And by it, I mean the city, okay? So, but I walk in, and not only are there two rooms, there are two televisions, and both of them are on. And I first I walk in, I'm like, slick, two tellies, you gotta be kidding me. But then I realize that both these televisions are playing this terrible, terrible music. It's like... Like it's a song that sounds like it was composed by a 19-year-old named Chad. Who composed it surrounded by a graveyard of spent jewel pots, you know? And the worst part is both the TVs were kind of, they were like a beat off. One was playing it just a little before the other, so it's like... If I were better at music, that joke would hit better, but you know what I'm talking about. So I'm walking around this place, I turn into my dad immediately. I'm like, where in the hell is the clicker? Jeez Louise. I can't find the clicker anywhere. And so me being me, I pull out my phone and I'm like, maybe I can do a little bit about this. Maybe I can entertain you guys with this situation. So I'm like, ah, oh, geez, I can't find the clicker. And then I realize something. The TV has a QR code on it. You know the QR codes. It's like when you go to a restaurant after COVID, they're like, yeah, we're not paying for menus anymore. It's just... <laughs> It's just scan the QR code, and we all pretend to be upset about it. Oh, I gotta scan this QR code. And we all just use this excuse to check on the Packers score, you know? <laughs> so anyways, so I'm like, oh. And then I get philosophical. <clears throat> I'm like, you know, sometimes in life, and this is going on my Instagram and my Facebook, so it's literally going out to, to millions of people, which is crazy. And I'm like, ah. Uh, Oh, sometimes in life, we are spending too much time on our little screens that we're not noticing the bigger picture in front of us the whole time on the bigger screen. 
you know? And then I take a video of the QR code, and then I, uh, I shut the tellies off, and I go to bed. Now here's the thing about taking a video of a QR code that is the remote control to your televisions and sending it out to millions of people. One of them will buy you a dirty film. So I'm in bed for two minutes and then all of a sudden Debbie Does Davenport comes on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is this? I turn it off immediately. Well, I turn it off after a minute, but I turn it off. And I call down and I'm talking to the hotel person. I'm like, I need a new QR code. They're like, what? No one's ever asked that before. I was like, I'm asking now. They're like, what's the problem, sir? The other TV goes on to Night Nurses from Jersey. I was like, oh, they're still making this. Come on. It's crazy life. So uh, they wouldn't give me a new QR code, so I just uh, broke both the TVs with a baseball bat. That was the most expensive night in Sioux Falls I ever had. <laughs> crazy. You know, if anything goes wrong for me, if anything's going wrong, I blamed it. I, uh, uh, this is how I got out of that situation. I was like, ah, supply chain. <laughs> Anything that goes wrong in my life, I just blame it on the supply chain. Try it sometime. Your husband's mad at you, your wife's mad at you, you say, sorry, honey, supply chain. I don't know what to tell you. Couldn't get that trash done, just supply chain. You know? It's Charlie Barron's. Get them posted up at B-O-B-A-N-D. S-H-E-R-I dot com. It's Bob and Sherry. Bring whatever you drink and celebrate happy hour. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Live. Live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. When I'm watching TV, why do I constantly see Matthew McConaughey in a laundromat talking to himself? <laughs> Described as a global crisis. Hello, world. Or is it goodbye? You know, it seems like hope and trust are in short supply. Now, as businesses, we can blame and shame, or we can make a change. We can make work work for our communities. Create more equal opportunities. People are joining in the parade. A bit more unity. Let's have less cancellation and more conversation. Prioritize conservation and Let's question again what we think we know. Use our power and our people to pay back what we owe. It's time for business to show its true worth. Because it's not goodbye, world. It's hello, Team Earth. Now, let's get down to business. I don't know what, I don't know what to do with these spots with him talking to himself in the uh, laundromat. He's all alone, and then there's like one guy folding laundry in one of them. And I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm going, I don't even know what you're talking about. What is sales? I looked up Salesforce. Salesforce is uh, something that helps you communicate with uh, uh, clients or other business people mm-hmm. in the cloud or something like that. But I think that whether it's, it's so it's bizarre. Sales, whether it's Salesforce or LinkedIn, we are meant to just experience Matthew McConaughey without trying to understand Matthew McConaughey. We let Matthew McConaughey wash over us. You are right. 
all of his, all of his commercials are this, and boy, he does a lot of them. They're yeah. all the same. They're all this ethereal sort of non-cell, right? There is only one person on earth who is not confused by Matthew McConaughey's commercials. Who? Who? And that is Matthew McConaughey's accountant. Yeah. He understands right those commercials that. very he totally, well. He <laughs> totally does. <laughs> but it's so bizarre. He's talking to himself in a laundromat that he's got a parade on on, on 54th Street or somewhere in New York City. But you're right. He's making the bucks off of that. It's Bob and Cherry. It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast. Oddcast on the free Bob and Cherry app. Uh, if you'd like to join us, just call 844-52-SHERRY, S-H-E-R-I, or get the Bob and Cherry app wherever you get your apps. You will find the little microphone. Hit that, and we will hear from you just like this. Hey, Bob and Sherry, I just wanted to first tell you that I'm so thankful for your radio station. I'm so thankful for the both of you. I'm 23, and I've been listening to you all since I was a little kid on my way to elementary school. Everything that you guys talk about, the love that you bring, the funniness, that it just really just warms my heart to be able to turn that on. And um, I just really appreciate the both of you. I really enjoy your show. I think you do a great job. And I also wanted to chime in on Bob's story about the shopping cart and talking to himself. (laughs) Honestly, Bob, I think the guy in the car that saw you, like, wrestling the heck out of that shopping cart should have been laughing as you were talking to yourself. I think he made it way more awkward than it needed to be by just staring and saying nothing. (laughs) Bob, totally on your side. Keep talking to yourself. I don't think you should. Um, I don't think you should shut that down. I, I think you should let that shine. And um, yeah, if I was that guy and I had my window cracked and I heard you doing that, I'd be busting out laughing and be like, "I know who the heck does that with shopping carts? Like it's five feet away, just rolled on in there." Did you hear what she said? You stupid idiot! Did you hear what she said? Why do you overthink everything? Everything you have to overthink. This person is listening to what you did and she thought it was okay. But no, what do you have to do? You have to say, should I be doing this? Are you embarrassed by this other guy? Why don't you just kind of be yourself and not worry about exactly what everybody's thinking about you? I'd like to thank our caller very much for uh, enjoying that story. Did Um, you learn anything from it? Yes, I did. I did. I just have to let my... uh, freak flag fly i guess and just well, if, yeah, if i'm caught talking to myself you know i'm i'm she's referring to something somebody left a car uh, a shopping cart right in front of where i was parking at the at the grocery store and uh i just thought right across you know the little aisle here the driveway here that's where the corral is you couldn't take it over there and so i was i was getting it out of the dirt and i was talking to myself and i was going i can't stand these people there's two types of people in the world the good ones like me who will put this back which is what i'm going to do and the idiots who are so and there's a guy like in a minivan or something right next to me watching the whole thing enjoying so thank Here, you for setting me free caller thank you very much and thank you for listening here's something to think about when you're worried about what a stranger thinks of you right I want you to look at that stranger and remember that you don't know anything about him or her. That um, that person could be like a freak, a pervert, the Unabomber. You don't know. You don't know anything. So here you're worried about impressing or being thought well of by a person who takes roadkill scrolls 
stuffs them with sawdust and dresses them up in little <laughs> outfits he made out of his Mima's panties. That's who you want to impress. That's who's good opinion you're worried about cultivating. All you around right. you are people you are right. that are absolutely awful. So you know, just assume that, that this yeah. is this guy who's judging you, God yeah. only knows what he's up to. Yeah. The next the next time I'm doing something good and I'm talking to myself because I'm ticked off at what somebody has done, like left trash all over the place, and I pick it up and I say, Who does this sort of thing? You know what? I, and if I see a guy looking at me, I'm gonna look him right in the face and say, I know what you're doing with your Mima's panties. Exactly. So don't you judge me, buddy. Exactly. It'll be so liberating. You'll feel yeah. so much better. Do yeah. you know how many And I'll people... remember it too, because nobody can forget your phrase, your Mima's panties. Wow. <laughs> Do you um you don't watch the as the, the same kind of stuff that like Max and I watch, but you no. know, like Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, he did have some neighbors. He had people who knew him. And they were, mm-hmm. he was brilliant. And they were worried about like, oh, we wouldn't want Ted to think we were stupid. He was a madman. Like you worry yeah. about the good opinion of people who's, who you wouldn't necessarily respect. Oh, sure. Every once in a while you brush up against the Dalai Lama at Walmart. But how often? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Why should I care? I'm doing something good. Set yourself good. free. Yeah. yeah. Set yourself free. Yeah. I'm you free don't know now. anybody. Thanks to our caller. Yeah. You don't owe anybody any explanations, except for Mary right. and, and me. But other than that, you don't owe anybody any explanations. You yeah, be well, you. that goes without saying. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, fun size, and more with the free Bob and Sherry app. So tomorrow, of course, is Valentine's Day. And if you're in a relationship of some sort, these are some things that you should not say to your Valentine. But, you know, I don't necessarily agree. I think it depends on where you are in the relationship. Like, for example, if you let's say you met over the holidays and you've been hanging out for a couple of months and maybe this relationship could go somewhere. You definitely don't want to say, Bob, I cannot wait to have your babies. Right. (laughs) (laughs) If y'all could have seen the way his spine just completely straightened and jumped an inch. I cannot wait to have your babies. Now, if you've been together for a long time and you've all talked about that sort of stuff, then it would be, don't you think it would be okay? Like no, when, I still don't want to hear it. I still don't want to hear it. No. no so is no, there any time in the relationship when you want to hear a woman tell you she can't wait to have your babies? Well, I, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to do something funny, but yes, there would be there. There would be, if you were but engaged, certainly not in the beginning. Yeah, no, not in the beginning. if you were engaged, I tell you what, if I heard that and I was dating someone, I think that might be maybe the end of it. Because I want to make sure that we're both on, you know, the same timetable, right? So, so tell me the truth, Bob, Max, Doc. Yes. It's your third date. It's date number three. And you've given your order to the server and you're having a nice conversation. She leans across the table and says, I know it's sudden, but I cannot wait to have your babies. Do you end it right then and there? Now, this is someone you're on your third date. This is someone you're really into. Or does your brain make up a story that makes that reasonable? And tell the truth. I, I, I would handle it sort of uh, humor, humorously. I would say, that is the first time I have ever been told that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe we're jumping ahead a little, a little too fast. That is so sweet of you. That is so sweet of you. But... Um, that's something that I think 
really has to be discussed down the road. But you and don't end it. I would. Or you I do. would. Oh, I would leave the state. Okay, so I you're ghosting leave, out of there. Okay. I think. I you're think I am, and I'll. I'll tell you why. I mean. <sighs> I have you don't to be, really I have, have to, to I have it. to be I have to be careful here. Um I have actually known of someone who um did not want to marry a guy but was at a point in her life where she felt that she needed to have children. And she went and got together with a college uh, acquaintance or a short-term boyfriend that she hadn't seen in years. He was head over heels for her and she spent the weekend with him and without telling him she got pregnant and he was furious. And she told him afterwards, she said, you don't, I'm not asking for one thing. I'm not asking for anything. She had money by the way. Still though. I mean, knowing that you have a child walking around in the world, that's that's pretty intense. That's not fair. That well, that's what I'm saying. It was totally unfair. He was furious. I would be furious. So, so let me pivot to Max and Doc. Max, there's no way you're small enough to get through the bathroom window. So, what do you do with? I can't wait to have your baby, Sherry. I think I'd be really cordial in the moment, but I think I'd be going. How quickly can we end this date? Yeah, yeah. I'm the and same ha- way. Yeah, Doc, you're um. You're pretty lanky. You might be able to get through the bathroom window, but would you? So all three of you agree. Are you that calling us Max and me date? fat? Are you calling us <laughs> what she's saying, Bob? <laughs> Bob, I think I think, I think so. that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, not fat. You're a big bone. You have your man's body. Doc yeah, so is these, an t- these two lard asses, they would really be <laughs> screwed in this situation. Hey, hey, Try to escape through the bathroom window. Hey, hey Max, <laughs> I want you to tell your girlfriend that you love that she's big boned. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Well, that's one of that's one of the other things never to say to your Valentine. And this guys, this one's for you. No matter how sincerely you mean it, do not take her hand, look her in the eyes and say, I love you just as much as I ever did, even though you're not nearly as hot as you used to be. You know, you've gained a little weight. We're all getting older. Oh, what kind of an idiot would do that? I, that's, what? I'm I mean, bringing, I'm serious. I'm I guess bringing there's this some up because I'm reading this. Yeah, you know I, there, 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 there could, there are some guys. They wouldn't put it quite like that. But I, I've known guys that would say something. You know, I loved you when uh, you had that cheerleader's body, and I love you just as much now. Even that is only going to be interpreted by uh, most women as I'm yeah, fat. Comparison's always negative. Don't compare. Yeah. Don't be like, you may not have a hot cheerleader body anymore because here's what she hears. Oh, so I'm a water buffalo. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of which, though, I saw I saw a uh, meme the other day, and I think it was posted by a woman. And I don't know this woman, but I love this woman. It's a picture, a color picture of a cow, a beautiful cow. And the cow is lying down in this gorgeous rich field of grass and in the distance is the ocean and palm trees and the cow is just in bliss and the woman went i want to have a life where i have as much peace as this cow i already have the body (laughs) (laughs) i love her i love her (laughs) 
Hey, straight ahead, we have an exciting story of a pigeon meth dealer. That's right, the bird. It's Bob and Sherry. Can you believe this is brought to you by State Farm? You read it once. I don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Sherry's. I don't believe this. I cannot believe this. You know how um, people who are contrarians always want to tell you that, oh, the world's always been this crazy. You just didn't know about it. You know how they do that? Right. Right. Like you'll say something like, wow, can you believe that the military shot down a giant Chinese spy balloon over Myrtle Beach? Military's been shooting down giant Chinese spy balloons since the beginning of time. You just didn't know about it. Oh, (laughs) okay. okay. I guess that's true. I have a story that I'm pretty sure has not been happening since the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. I have a story that is kind of small and LOL, but I think it's a sign that we're in the end of days. Here we go. This happened in British Columbia. Canadian prison guards captured a pigeon wearing a tiny backpack, and inside the backpack was crystal meth. No. (laughs) This doesn't sound, if this doesn't sound like the subplot of a Will Ferrell movie, Um, The regional president of the Union for Canadian Correctional Officers said, well, this is kind of a (laughs) curveball. My initial reaction was shock because with all the advancements in technology and the number of drones smuggling drugs into prison that we've seen, the fact that it's a pigeon wearing a backpack is abnormal. Sir, I'm going to stop you there. Pigeons wearing backpacks. That's abnormal no matter what's in the backpack. Their homework, yep. crystal meth, a bouquet of That's flowers. Right. You don't see pigeons flying around carrying backpacks. Correctional officers first noticed the mysterious bird just a few days after Christmas this past year. The bird was hovering near one of the rec yards that the inmates use. And at first it was like, yeah, okay, it's a pigeon. But then the officers were like, dude, check that out. Is that? that pigeon have something like a growth? And then they looked again. And sure enough, the pigeon is wearing a teeny, tiny, adorable little backpack. So it took what the correctional officer described as a lengthy period of time and some creativity to trap the pigeon. They had to corner it. It is not easy to catch a pigeon because they can fly away. Once the officers captured the bird, They opened its teeny, tiny little backpack, and they found 30 grams of crystal meth, which is 30 grams. Um, I know that most of our audience does not do meth. Uh, That's a lot of meth. The head of the corrections department in uh, Canada said, I've never seen anything like it in my career. Um, we, We are paying so much attention to drones that we didn't even think about pigeons wearing backpacks. And I wanna, I wanna help this gentleman. Sir, nobody thought about pigeons wearing backpacks. <laughs> no, absolutely. Sherry, I, I know you're wondering. It's kind of genius. Where, where would you get a backpack for a pigeon? So I decided, I'll look and see if you can buy one. No, you can't buy one. But I am looking online at step-by-step instructions on how to make a backpack for a pigeon. I believe Hobby. it. I'm surprised Damn. there's not a place that sells it. I'm surprised really Petco doesn't have it. Because pigeons have been around forever. I mean, and they were used to transport messages during uh, wartime. The thing well, about the whole the drugs. whole pigeon thing, I and drugs. 
I can't, here's what I can't understand. Okay, so the pigeon goes to the prison and they, they take the drugs and then it knows to fly back because that's what pigeons do. How do they get the pigeon to go to the prison in the first place? They train, like pigeons are really smart and they can be trained to go from A to place to place. So yeah, but whoever, in the prison, you can't, you can't just walk in there and say, uh, I'd like to have a place for my pigeon to land, right? The I mean, yard, my, the wreck yard. Hello, it's the sky. They can come they, in. On the, the pigeon, the pigeon doesn't have, can't listen to you. It doesn't know how. How did they get it there? The first the place? same, the same way they train them to go from building to building or farm to farm. They, I guess I have no idea how they do it. I don't know anything about pigeon training, but this, the first instance I looked, like, is this the first time a, a pigeon has smuggled drugs? And no. Um, they busted a pigeon smuggling marijuana and coke into a maximum security prison in Costa Rica about eight years ago. And then in 2017, they busted a pigeon carrying a little bundle of ecstasy into Kuwait. And you can go all the way back to 1930 when a pigeon breeder in Texas called the law dogs and said, I sold this bird to a buyer in Mexico and the pigeon came home with cocaine tied to its leg. And the, and the pigeon back in the thirties, back in the thirties. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause pigeons used to be like a, a big deal. Like pigeons were yeah. a big part of like military messaging and stuff. They're very smart birds. Rocky, way, Rocky raised them. Pigeon express is a backpack that you can buy for pigeons for $40, but hurry. There there's go. only, there's only five remaining pigeon express. That's a business. Gonna, yeah. What a yeah. country. What a country we live in. That's fantastic. So much ingenuity. All right, let's get this yeah. posted up on the Bob and Cherry Facebook. This is Bob and Cherry. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, fun size, and more with the free Bob and Cherry app. Okay, here's a fun story. Um, a tattoo artist in South America whose name is Funky Mattis um, got a monkey, just a monkey that was randomly walking around, trained it for two Funky hours. Funky got a monkey. Funky got Funky a monkey. Got a monkey. Yeah. He trained it for just two hours with um, mm-hmm. a tattoo gun. And then he let the monkey give him a one-of-a-kind permanent tattoo on his knee. And the monkey covered a fairly good amount of uh, real estate on the guy's knee. The monkey was a little bit salty about working for free, so he, he kept having to stop and be given a snack. And the artist, he, the guy's already got more than 200 tattoos. And he said, you know, and now I've got a tattoo from a monkey. And I got to say. Does this really lift the profession, I wonder, overall? The monkey doesn't do bad work. I can post a link if y'all want to see it. I mean, the monkey does not. I've seen very, very crap tattoos on people. This monkey did not do a bad job. This is what it's coming to. They can't find people to work at certain uh, businesses throughout America and other parts of the world. This is what it's going to be coming to. We're going to hire chimps to come in there and do the work. Hey, if I can get my Jimmy John's a little bit faster, I'm good with it. You know, there you go. Like yeah. whoever wants to work. This little monkey, he's not a chimp. He's a, he's another kind of a monkey. He's teeny tiny. As uh-huh. long as you kept the snaps, the snacks coming, he picked up that tattoo gun and he went to town on this guy and he did a pretty good job. What does it look like though? Did you, are you looking at a picture of what he did? Yeah, um, I'm going to have to. It, it's a little bit abstract. You know, yeah, it's a monkey <laughs> and it's his first time. 
So if everyone okay. could not be so judgy, that would be nice. I mean, let me see your so, first tattoo, okay? So he didn't try to, you know, do Alice Cooper or Beyonce on the guy's it's, knee. It's just, it's it's just a, abstract work. It's okay. the tattoo you've seen everywhere. It's a dolphin jumping over a rainbow with two hearts yeah, and right. fire coming out of it. You know the standard. We'll post yeah, it up yeah. so you can check it out. It's Bob and Cherry. Bob and Cherry Books, Swag, and the Mother of All Mothers merch. Just hit shop at bobandcherry.com. I'm all over the internet, you know, as part of uh, my job, really. I mean, I just, I read things from everywhere. And I, I look at, like, newspapers and news sites from all around the world. And I just happened to be on uh, a, an Indian, as an Indian news site. And everything is... It's in English and everything is kind of familiar, but like it's run through a filter of strangeness. And then I land on this one headline that says, singles everywhere are bracing themselves for next week. And I thought, oh, let me see what this is all about. And it was an article about all the celebrations that lead up to Valentine's Day. Now, Mm -hmm. in the States, we are really big on Valentine's Day. Are you familiar with Rose Day, Proposed Day, Chocolate Day, Teddy Day? Any of those? No. Uh, no. We've never talked about that, right? Well, Teddy as in Teddy Bear or yeah. uh, Teddy that, Underwear? I guess, yeah. I was guessing it was the bear. <laughs> um, in India, apparently, it's Valentine Week, and it kicks off on February 7th, which is Rose Day. You send a rose to a partner or a crush, secret admirer, and then the color of the rose matters. If you send a red one, that's love. Yellow means friends. Pink is appreciation, right? And then if you get one of those yellow roses with red tips, that means it started as friendship, but now I have love feelings for you. I'm this exhausted. Is exhausting. I'm this exhausted. Is exhausting. It's only day one of Valentine's oh. Week. Oh, All right. God. Feb- February 8th is proposed day. That's the day that you pop the question. February 9th, chocolate day. You exchange chocolates with your crush or your partner, whatever. February 10th, Teddy Day. That's the day that you get you get or give teddy bears and, and plushy toys. February 11th, that's Promise Day. You promise to stay together no matter what. I I can see why people in India have to brace themselves for this, by the way. I was going so to say. Freaking much. All right. February 12th, that was yesterday, was Hug Day. And mm-hmm. this is the day that you hug um, people that you care about, not just romantic people, but you hug them and you tell them, I am here for you. And I am also, let me read this exactly. I am also here to fix your emotional cracks and doubts and anxieties about the future. Oh my God. Oh. Today is February 13th, of course. <laughs> oh. Just think Lord, you're doing that you. with coworkers. I mean, oh. the, the whole thing, Propose Day, which was like five days earlier, that is really ridiculous. I mean, that's a big deal to ask somebody to marry them and to accept. And you're supposed to do it to some date that who knows who some card company came up with. Well, now you know why the headline was people bracing themselves for Valentine's Day. February 13th. That's today, of course. That's Kiss Day. Um, People in love seal their relationship and their plans to celebrate Valentine's Day with a kiss. And you and you have to you have to announce it like it is kiss day, happy kiss day, and then then you gobble up their face. And then of course tomorrow is Valentine's Day, where you go out on a date and you exchange gifts and you 
um, have surprises for each other. And then I'm guessing on February 15th, the entire country calls out sick because you're exhausted from the last week. You have to be. I mean, where to find yet what was it? Yellow tipped roses? Because yeah, it signifies you, no, no, that no. you're you're in a different friend zone. No, no. If you can find yellow roses with red tips, red and I know tips. you've seen those, right? I've seen yeah. those. Um, those mean like if you gave someone, like if I gave you yellow roses with red tips, here's what I would be saying to you. Happy Rose Day. It is the beginning of Valentine's week. My friendship for you has deepened into something more. That's what I mm. would be communicating to you. Mm. Um, I think they're kind of hard to find, though. I know you say you've seen them. I guess I've seen them, but it, it seems like it'd be kind of hard to find. That is well, really involved. Oh. Well, no worries, because unless there's something awkward that you're about to share, I don't think you're in a position to need yellow roses with red tips. No, no, I'm not. No, Day, you're exactly you? right. I read that Americans are uh, less and less involved with Valentine's Day. It's not like it was 25 years ago or 50 years ago or whatever. It's just less I had a, and less. I had a crushing realization. My husband's always like, I'm the romantic one. And I'm like, that is ridiculous. I'm the most romantic person. He's like, you're not romantic at all. I'm like, that is insane. Stop it. Well, I mean, if we're being honest, when I hear like all of this about Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day itself, I'm, this is me. I've turned into everyone's dad. Ah, for crying out loud, I'm married to you. What more do you need? <laughs> <laughs> What do I have to prove? Uh, what do you want? I haven't killed you yet. Now right, you need cards and balloons. Yeah. yeah. So apparently I have to hand it to him. He's not wrong about that. Right. Shh. It's Bob and Sherry. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, and fun side. Just download the free Bob and Sherry app. So the headline is, Married women are recalling the subtle red flags they wish they didn't ignore when they were dating. And here we go. Number one, if y'all spend money differently, don't think it's going to change after you're married, after you have kids. After you have a joint bank account, et cetera, financial reasons are the number one reason people get divorced. You know, that is true. I didn't realize that till a few years ago. But financial reasons, it's not cheating and it's not boredom uh, and it's not uh, other obvious reasons. It is financial financial reasons. The first person I ever knew who told me that was a former accountant I had. He said, uh, oh, yeah, my wife and I divorced about five years ago. He said, I, I just... She, she could not stop spending, and I'm an accountant. And I just went to her, and I said, you know what? I think it's over. And I was kind of shocked, but there it is, right there in black and white. Another reason that uh, people wish they had uh, looked at, women looked at red flags, the way he treats other people, not just me. That is, he was good to me early on because he wanted to impress me. The poor treatment came later, so the lesson I learned is watch how he or she treats other people. I think that's true. I think that's true yeah. too. I think that's yeah. waiters. That's powerfully yeah. true. Yeah, that's right. And number three, not keeping his word. He didn't keep his word on small things now and then, and he doesn't keep his word on larger things either. He always, this is for left dishes piled up in the sink until mold grew. Didn't pick up his clothes. Turned out his mommy did. And so I was slowly going to become his mommy and decided that was not for me. Indecision on being wishy-washy about small decisions. You know, I think sometimes a woman just wants you to make a decision. 
Where 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 would you, where are we going to go to eat tonight? Oh, I don't know. Where do you want to go? Oh, I don't know. Just make a decision. All right. If she doesn't like it, then you know she can say that she doesn't like it. This one is interesting. Being a nice guy can also have its downfalls. Avoiding conflict at all costs, even saying sorry when it isn't truly meant, solves nothing. Something inside of him truly believes he can do no wrong because he's so nice. Turns out he believes he's so nice. So when he does something wrong, it's all my fault. Or it's uh, my fault for not immediately accepting the fact that he said, I'm sorry. Um, That's a little convoluted, but I do get the idea that, you know, being a nice guy, just avoiding all conflict, it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense because if you have a long-term relationship, there are going to be disagreements. You must be courageous, not just nice. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's right. How involved his parents are in your relationship. We were only dating for a few months, this person said, and it was like his parents were always involved in our relationship. I actually didn't ignore this sign. I ended up breaking up with him not too long after I noticed it, but I think it's a big one. That's when like his parents make decisions on whether or not you should buy a certain house, a car, you know, when are you going to have children, that sort of thing. But out, it's not anything to do with you. It's hard for me to imagine acting like that as a parent. Um, I didn't really have parents like the way other people have parents. I did have my older brother who would threaten to kill anyone that I went out with. And that was a real a uh, wet blanket on a social life, I can tell you when I was I'll a bet. teenager. Um, but I can't imagine, I can't imagine interfering in my kids' relationship like that. I would never do that. I never have done that. And here's one of the main reasons why is, is, is selfish. Because if I say, you know what, I don't think you should take that job because uh, that town is not, in a, not, not a town with any growth. And then they pass on it and it turns out that it's a great job. And they didn't take it because of me. I think people have to make their own decisions. And that's really the only way you grow as, as a young person. Uh, little White Lies. Turns out he also told huge lies, too. The basic inability to do generic things like making doctor appointments. I'm now his mother in this aspect, and it drives me up a wall. It is so easy for guys to fall into that, especially if you are with a woman who is very capable. I am with such a woman. And it would be easy for me to say, oh, man, I got to get a doctor's appointment. The car has got to be checked. I just, you know, waiting on these lines is just, would you mind? You know, after a while, I think resentment builds up. I have, I have pushed myself to realize that even though she can do it faster than I can in some instances, I've got to trudge on and do it myself. And I hate that. And I also <laughs> hate I don't have a valet. That would solve all my problems. That'd be nice. Have a nice valet. Have you ever known anyone who had a valet? No. I haven't either. The closest we, any we are just not gets to a valet... Is when one people. of us gets hired to park your car. That's as close as that's, we get. That's it. Yeah, right. And even then, if you could park it yourself in a somewhat safe garage, that's what you do, right? It's Bob and Sherry.
The Bob and Sherry Vault is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. Now, let's open up the Bob and Sherry Archive Vault. Valentine's Day right around the corner. What you doing, big boy? Well, it's a little trickier now uh, since Carla's no longer working in the corporate world. She's she's still in the real estate gig, so she's at home and she's got her office and stuff at the house. So you sort of miss out because the whole reason you send flowers to your wife is so she can prance around the office and go, oh, my gosh, I wasn't expecting these flowers. Did y'all see my flowers over here that my husband got me? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the, that, yeah. the whole bragging rights, you know, so you lose you lose a little bit of that. Right. And. So I'm trying to decide this year whether last couple of times, last couple of years, I've cooked at home because I like to cook and you don't have to go out there and fight the crowd and, and, and do all that kind of stuff. So I'm thinking I'm thinking about cooking at home this year. I, I really am. That's I'm, what that's what trick- Mary said. Mary's doing that for us rather than yeah. fighting the crowds. Go ahead. And see, I've got I've got my anniversary coming up on the 28th. So I've got an anniversary and valentine's day in the same month you mm-hmm. don't get to combine them though you no, don't no. get to hook them up two completely different deals i know it's what you're talking like about one, you know mary's birthday is on february 16th <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know yeah that's yeah right yeah so there is there is no there's no cheating there's no cheating right. you had to come up with two completely separate things so right. that, that makes february an interesting month Oops, is it ever like are either of you at the point in this uh marriage where you can just like low key Valentine's Day? Hmm. That is an interesting question, isn't it, Lamar? And I think one that I, I'm gonna pass on. No, no, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take this. We are absolutely in that place, but the reason we're in that comfortable place is because I will never allow that to happen. Does that make sense? Because of the fact that I'm never going to low-key it, it keeps us in that deal where it's really not that big a deal, but I still go, you know. I know what I'm thinking in my head. Sherry, do you understand what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying, that the reason that everything is so good is because you have never slacked off or taken anything about her for granted. Is that what you're you're getting at? So here's what I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume it would be okay. But we're just not going to find out for sure. You know, okay? what, you know what it is. Once once you give up on it, it's kind of like oh, yeah. you're wearing yeah. sweatpants to a restaurant. No, that's you know, exactly when, and right. she's that's like, that's, and she's dressed up, right? Yes, yes, yeah. You can't. No, you can't give up. It's the same thing. I have, I have friends of ours. Uh, they don't exchange gifts at Christmas. Well, we just don't do it. You know, no, no, no. Yeah. no. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't, don't want to like do that. that. I don't like that no, either. No. You, you've got to keep things, you got to, you know, no, 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 no. You, you, you got to, Car- however you start off is what you got to keep doing. Does, does Carla That's tell you what she would like to have for the anniversary gift or for Valentine's no. Day? No. She, she does not see Mary does. She, I forbid. She'll, she'll see something online and, uh, you know, I got to get it. Lamar does not like being told what he's going to buy. And in fact, if you do tell him, he will purposely not get you that, Correct. That's how he is with his it, kids. It's off. It's off the list. If you mention it, it's off the list. I mean, I hopefully I'm paying enough attention. I'm paying enough attention to know what I'm supposed to be doing. Don't be telling me because then what is that? I mean, if you tell me and then I follow through with it, it's like, oh look, it's exactly what I told you to get. Nope, I ain't doing that. I'm not doing it, and I won't tell anybody what I want. I don't I'm, do that either. I'm so low key about Valentine's Day. Kev accused me of accused me of not being romantic enough. I just don't care. 
like we we do cards and we got presents like early in the beginning of the show today i was telling bob we have got us the uh, the bougiest couple present ever they're these little the coaster things you plug them in it keeps your coffee or your hot tea warm for as long as you want while you're drinking it i mean that's pretty bougie but beyond that like flowers rose petals leading to the bed truffles nah i'm easy well not the first time someone said that i'm low maintenance <laughs> but see the card thing see i'm anti-card anti-card don't do card do you do love do you write like a little love letter I'll write a letter. I'll write a note. I'll do whatever. It's just ridiculous to spend that money on that car. I don't know. It's not. It's not those. The words in there are not your words. There's some guy that that lives in you know Midtown Manhattan. Yeah, and here's the deal. If I buy a nice card, I still wind up writing something down to personalize Exactly. It. So why don't I just cut his six bucks right out of the deal and write my own thing? There you are. Happy Valentine's Day on that note. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, Carla. At the Bob and Sherry Show, we love a good Catter Day photo. And we want to post your kitty best friend on our Instagram. Just send us a photo of your furry friend or you and your furry friend, and you could see them on our socials. Plus, you could pick up some great swag. Just submit your pics to bobandsherry.com on the contest tab. Every day is Catter Day from Bob and Sherry. Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to bobandsherry.com. We have just enough detail in this episode of True Crime Time to give you nightmares. It happened in San Bernardino, California. Man walks into the police station, drops some items on the counter, and walks out. The items were an unusual assortment of things, including what police say they thought was an animal's jawbone. But then when they took it to the coroner, the coroner said... Oh, that's a human jawbone. The man who delivered the human jawbone to the police department left without leaving a name or an address or (laughs) any way to contact him. Oh, my. So there aren't too many ways that a person can lay hands on a human jawbone outside of a human being's mouth. Um... I guess the nicest way would be grave robbing. And then all the other scenarios just get progressively worse and worse. When, when he came in, did he have any description of uh, where he located this? No. And the only description, he was pretty silent, which adds to the fun. He just yeah. came in and he placed the items on the counter and then left. Uh, he's a man who's a human and has a beard. And that seems to be all that we know of the dude who strolled into the police station with a human jawbone. I tell you, police officers have the most interesting lives, don't they? You sometimes wonder, how do you spend an entire career doing that? I mean, they're breaking up fights. They're going into people's homes when there's a domestic disturbance. They're, they're checking out human jawbones at the office. I mean, it really is... A job that probably afterward nothing surprises you about human beings. Well, when this story um, found me, I realized that I was going to get to use a sentence that I never imagined using for the first and I hope only time in my life. And here it is. 
I am against grave robbery, but I'm hoping that's the story here. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Because otherwise... Really, fingers yep. crossed for a good old-fashioned grave robbing, y'all. It's yep. Bob and Sherry. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening.